pretty nerds. 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 Pretty nerds, pretty nerds, pretty nerds, pretty nerds, pretty nerds. Welcome back to Pretty Nerds Podcast, episode number five. This is your girl, Fallon Deanne. This is your girl, Max. So, just hopping right in. How was your weekend? Man, um, the weekend. Let me think. I did some shopping. Currently looking for a jersey. Um, Odell Beckham jersey for my nephew and stuff. But I didn't find any prices that I liked it. So <laughs> I might have to order it online. I don't know. I gotta decide. Still looking for a one piece and a swimsuit. Even though I got a 50 million swimsuit, I feel like you can never have enough. You can. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I did my gym time. So, feeling good. Nice and healthy. That's what's up. What about yourself? Um, I had like a relaxing weekend. I can't complain. I went out last night. Um, my usual hangout is the raw bar. Um, and that was about it. So, I'm a good point. Can't complain about that. Okay. So, you want to jump right into hot socks? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know where I want to start, right? <laughs> JR. <laughs> oh man. What can we say? In the words of 50 Cent, get the strap. <laughs> oh wow. So I didn't see, I think it was on like Shayla or something, like that wasn't his first time doing it. Nope. Wait. What are you doing? He's having. Yeah, Henny, Henny thinks possible, that's all it is. And Luther got his one of them. <laughs> I mean, you, I don't get it, like, you ran past somebody, like, what are you doing? He's still. That's what I look like. He ran past LeBron. LeBron had a 50 point game night. Three seconds ago, you run past LeBron. Just pass the ball to LeBron. What's going on? Pass the ball. But you know what the best part about that whole thing is, right? Is that they said that Henny tails went up. And so, <laughs> and so Hennessy is giving him a lifetime supply of Hennessy. He does not need anything. I hope they don't, do not ship it until after the playoffs. Like, we need these W's to roll. <laughs> do not give him anything until after. He don't, like, he doesn't deserve a relaxation drink. Nothing. Nothing. Like, you need to be on water for like the next six to seven weeks. Like, I'm just Absolutely. pissed off with you about this. <laughs> like, bro, come on. Oh, it was great moment though. Great moment. It was. Much as I was like, damn, we did lost this game. It was a good ass moment though. Good comedy. Lots of jokes off of that one. Yes. And I, I mean, in the end, y'all know how to throw LeBron. But I didn't see anything wrong with his outfit. I thought it was stylish. And he looked like he walked off the runway. You talking about the shorts? Yeah. The, um, short suits? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, listen, though. Clearly, he did some right. Because even the folks from Golden State, Game 2, showed up in short suits. So, yeah. <laughs> he just started something. <laughs> My boy, bro. I don't know. So, um... 
Get more drink. <laughs> Baby. First L. Mm-hmm. I, I want to give him another week. Go give him another week. I'm giving him an extension. Like he can't come out with no more interviews. Can't nobody release another statement on his behalf. Can't nobody be like, oh, he's taking care of his son. It has to come like from Drake with bars on the album with a beat. Like that's it. Um, he ain't even gotta drop an album. I need a track. Well, a track, my bad. A track. He got it. He got to bring them bars. Yeah. Even even if it ain't like a clear win, you gotta come with some bars. <laughs> if I don't get no bars from Drake, I'm officially taking him off the lyrical list. He has to go in the pop star list. He on the list with Diddy and Kunye. Okay, he on the mm. list with Diddy and Kunye. And Dr. Dre, like you, you a pop star. Like <laughs> you cannot be on the, you know, anybody's top ten rappers. You can't do it. Like you just. But see, I still feel like I know people like all oh, the beef has been going on for years, but I feel like Pusha P probably had like prominent info, and he kind of like posted Drake. With, you know how like you provoke people like all the hitches because I feel like I got one up on you, but I need. Ammunition first, so I need you to kind of come at me. And you know how Drake comes, he does come hard. And he was like, Well, I'm just gonna unleash this on you. And I mean, that's what I, Drake kind of walked in trap. You know what I'm saying? So he walked into know. it. He didn't have to respond. All yeah. Pusha did was do was drop a couple little bars. Yeah. He could have stayed silent. He walked yeah. right into that trap. <laughs> and if you walk into the trap, you gotta hit back. Had you kind of like wrong hand, I know like you deserve your privacy, your child deserves their privacy. Had you kind of gone ahead and put that out there, I don't think the blow would have been that hard. Because I think a lot of people like speculate like, bro, why you ain't saying that? Even say nothing at least about You ain't got to, you know, say, you know, I had a child this day to get a birthday and a picture and all this. But you don't even mention the little boy at all. Like we trying to know your dad up here. Like, for me, it just comes down to the fact that you got a number one song saying, I only love my bed and my mama and got a whole son out here. I can't let that, I can't, I can't let that rock. I can't let that rock. Uh, You know what I'm saying? So if the baby is Drake, that's an automatic L. I'm sorry. Like that's some real deep down hate because every time any type of beef come up, here come Fifty and Ja, <laughs> both of their petty asses. Nah, y'all don't remember this beef. Right, this is legendary, and I'm like, 
Again, you know I don't like fifty, so I don't even want to go in and be like, yeah, fifty sucks. He does suck. But I'm a I am biased. I will say that in this I do not have a certain perception. Jaru was not my favorite, but fifty is like definitely the worst for me. I just I don't know. It was funny though. I did enjoy it. Um Jaru was like, you gonna call the police on you. Man, listen. I just with that whole beef, it's like, how do you come? You know, because I mean. Fifty got job all the way up out of here. Like job was running the city for a while, and then it's just like Fifty came and said, "Nah, <laughs> got him all the way out of here." So I just, oh, yeah. every time I think about that beef, I be like, mm-hmm. <laughs> "If you gonna do a beef, you gotta you gotta beef like Fifty, because Fifty said he was a real get up out of here." Like just, yeah, I, oh, I do not like like. It's wrong that him, like, 50 for me, that it kind of turns into, like, a bitchy petty. Like, you can be, I guess you look a little petty as a man, you know, like, bro, I need to let you know that I'm running. But he's turning into a bitch. You're right, wait. You're right. But I still love it. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> I mean, I, his pettiness is okay with me sometimes, and then sometimes I'm like, just please shut up. Like, go away. You're right. Um, you right. And then, like, the little slight beef. I hate bringing up his kids. Oh, I do not like him. The 6 9 dude in Sosa. Mm-hmm. Um, Cheeky. Cheeky. Yep. That's it. Yeah. I was thinking about the song in my head. Yeah. I had to think about Sosa. And I'm like, I don't like the 6 9 another person. I do not like him because I feel like. If he had all them dudes around him like that, where you wouldn't even be popping off this and that's like that. If you took all them elements from around you, you wouldn't be popping off like that. You wouldn't. Like, no. No. You know what's, like gonna, what's gonna make me mad though is that we've had so many good years in hip hop and then you have this, let's keep on this white kid who comes and he's pushing all this beef and stuff like that and then as soon as something happens to him, then people gonna turn on, turn on our culture and I'm like, yeah. Ugh, that pisses me off because he's essentially a culture vulture and he's so popping and popular right now. And then when something actually happens to him from his own doing, yeah, then people gonna be like, "Well, hip hop this, no. hip hop that, and, and talking about." And I don't like that. Hip hop is valid, and it's not that. It's like, bro, he's literally making beats where there's no beats. Like, cheeky. When have we really just like? He ain't been popping. I mean, I'm pretty sure he's still out here doing his thing. Why are you even bringing him up? And then he like, well, um, since I said something about him, everybody loves so for the song has one up. I'm like, bro, that drum was banging though when it was out. Like, you heard that in the club? You like, everybody love you. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, it was already popping, but if you go and, you know, you mention it and people like, oh, I'm going to make the bangers. Let me go and download it again. So you, I just, ugh, I don't like him. Like, I appreciate like when Peter God calling him out on his bullshit. Like, bro, when you get your these people from around you, when your money run out because it's gonna run out, they're gonna run out, and then your ass gonna get it. That's gonna be the end. <laughs> That's true. Hey, but um, did you see the video in the shade room of Richie the Kid when he hopped over that <laughs> over the, the damn um? 
to a damn squiggly, I don't know what it's called, but to a coffee shop counter, running away from little oopsie. No. Listen, first of all, bruh, you can't, you can never be out here in the streets over again. You was running away from little oopsie, right, bruh. Like, you, ha- I thought you was gonna ask, you know, start taking orders, bruh. <laughs> the way you hopped behind the counter, I was like, oh, we can start taking orders? Can I get my latte? What's good? <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, you gotta see the video. Okay. Listen, exactly. That's why you gotta see the video. Because you're gonna be like, oh, what? What my last day, bro? Can I get a uh, thing for you? No. Your milk. Oh, man. One pop of vanilla. I was like, he can never, ever, Damn. ever live that down. Like, you can't, like, <laughs> your whole car been pulled. Like, you'll never live it down, ever. So just quietly back out of the game. Yeah. Just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh, man. So since we talking like beasts and all that, I guess we can, this ain't really a beast, but I, it kind of falls in the line of like breaking up and, you know, fighting and all that jazz like that. Sophia Richie, she dumped Scott Vincent after the picture popped out when he was hugged up with some other chick. First of all, can, I, can we give her a round of applause? Yeah. <laughs> all the people who was hating, talking about she's so young, and woo, 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 19 years old, she know her worth, because she said, nah, bro, right. we're not going to do this. You're not going to embarrass me. Obviously. She said, my daddy Lionel like Richie, got that. Bye. Right. I got the juice. And I mean, and when it comes down to it, she got the juice to be like, I'm feeling my good boo years. Like, I don't even have to put up with this when your nuts are about to drop in like five more years. Like, I, I appreciate her because, you know, at first I do, I, and I still think that he was too old for her, even though she was an adult. But I do appreciate where she like, look, I ain't gonna put up with your bullshit. Because essentially the time people that were in the comments, um, our still in ten year relationships where dudes are cheating. So, <laughs> but y'all need to take a page from out of her book and leave. <laughs> and I mean, she didn't even we. They may have had something to pop up from what we saw. It was just like him being hugged up. Y'all be having a hard for proof and still be there. Okay. <laughs> she just said, "I seen a picture up back <laughs> with no nuts, no if and we can talk about no." Bye. It's over. <laughs> so, a round of applause for her. Shout yep. out. Um, so, speaking of that whole shebang, um, I don't really have any more. Now I look at it. That's like my last hot topic. Oh, um, since we're Kardashian, you know, yeah. Kim Kardashian, White House visit. Yeah. Know? I mean, I don't really care about the visit, quote unquote. I just feel like when it comes to prison reform, <laughs> it's so many better people to speak with um, than Kim Kardashian. And I don't care if she went there for one person. Like, let it be that she went there to speak on it one person to have. But not to talk about prison reform. Like, come on now. Come on. Like, nope. She don't even do makeup right. So I know she got prison reform in the bag. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> no. 
I'm just not, I'm not sold on it, but it is Donald Trump and his presidency, and he has been inadequate the whole way his whole team has been adequate. So he falls in line with the White House. So. Well, I saw something really interesting where somebody said, you think that um, Kim and Kanye is only doing this whole thing with Trump because of J&B, how J&B was with Obama? You know, <laughs> I didn't think about that. But it makes sense though. I was like, wow, wait a minute. Because, it, I don't, and I don't think J&D really ain't like, they not competition people. But I definitely think Kanye and Kim are competition oh. people like, oh, well, we want to be seen as this way. Or J&D is seen as, you know, being activists and even if it's not broadcast. But you know that they're activists, they're doing things. Beyonce just bought like the whole church. We don't know what she's doing with it. And then you come along like, oh yeah, um, we just need to all get along. And, you know, this is our president. We need to work with him. And I, I get that. Um, and Kim too. Kim too. Absolutely. So, again, while we're in the school, do we care about the album though? I don't. Like, just put me down. <laughs> I'm just going to go ahead and say, Papaya. What album? <laughs> 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 what album? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. And, then, and then, like, oh, I don't want to talk about him. But he was like, he's bipolar. Bro, you are not bipolar. Stop. 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 Guess what? Guess what? Um, okay. So, <laughs> you get no excuses from me. I. Like, like we said, what, two, three shows ago? He canceled. Right. And I, and we stick to that. Okay. We not backtracking. We stick to it. He canceled. He did cancel. I don't care how many bars. Right. You get Nicki Minaj to write for you. You still cancel, but we still love Nicki though. Nicki, we still love you. Okay. You're not canceled. I ain't get your coins. Okay. (laughs) But he's canceled. So, so, bye. But, um, Something else that I didn't want to touch on just real quickly, because they're in like hot tops and all that stuff like that. Um, the whole Me Too thing, something that really hit me because I was watching at the gym, I saw on the news how there are these huge backlogs of um rape kits in like all these different um, you know, states across across the US. And I'm like Hmm, it's interesting to me that in like this Me Too time, with all these celebrities who are back in it, Me Too this, Me Too that, how, okay, put your money where your mouth is. It's like you have all these backlogs of great kids, women who have tried to come forward and who have, who are trying to get justice and just because, you know, the money isn't there, they're not getting yeah. justice. Put your money where your mouth is and don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like put your donations there. Let's get the let's get these women justice. You know what I mean? To me, that if 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 that's what we're striving for, to get women their justice and to be able, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that's what that money should be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I, I guess that's my thing. I feel like a lot of celebrities are talking about it, but I don't want to hear talk. Put your money where your mouth is, and let's clear out these backlogs of white kids. Because to me, that like when I saw just you know in Tennessee alone the the fact the yeah. amount of backlogs that we had, it was ridiculous. Like, and I know like, at one point, even like in a county, it's like 10,000. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I was like, those numbers are astronomical. It's like, how are we talking justice 
be great. And we can't, they're not even running the kit. But I would think, and I don't know how this really works, that like if you're, even if they gave money, it would come down to hiring because I know at one point they were saying, well, we don't have enough manpower, I guess, quote unquote, to run all the kits. It's like you've been having these kits for so freaking long and you, when someone brings it up, now you're like, Oh, we just didn't have a pizza. Well, why you didn't say anything? It's very important, especially if you have a racist, you know, a, a repeat offender. Exactly. You can have stopped that person or, you know, at least had him on him or her on your radar that, you know, this is a racist. You need to be looking out for this person. They need to be on those sex offenders list if they're not already on there. But that is definitely a good point. I just, yeah. It's just it's just one of my pet peeves. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I just feel like a lot of people talk a lot, and I'm just like, I want to see some action behind those words. Like if you're a celebrity and you have that type of money, I feel like put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. So I don't know. That's just my thing. And while we're again just in this yes in this realm, I did see a like. It wasn't an interview. Terry Crews was, I guess, giving out an award or accepting an award for, or award for, um, this, like, domestic abuse, like, shelter program that he had made up. And it was so heartbreaking and sad. And I saw him in a different light because I've always thought, you know, that, like, he's funny. Um, from all of his roles. And then, of course, he was part of the Me Too movement. So they kind of like shifted my perception of him as well for him to even step out and say that. But then when I heard his interview about what his mom went through with the domestic violence and, you know, he was, you know, sympathetic and saying, like, look, leaving is very hard and we have to provide these resources to provide this. It really made me see him just like in a, in a different light. You know, this is, a man, he's opened up, he's being vulnerable. I respect it. I admire it. Like, shout out to him. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I guess we can get, let's get to some lighter stuff. <laughs> that was pretty heavy. Yes. That was pretty heavy. We need to get some drunk off. Oh! Ice Cube is finishing the Friday. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Bad Boy 3, but I'm like, those are two things that yes. I'm like, Actively waiting for, like, come on, for the culture, y'all got to do it. So I'm excited to hear for Ice Cube to see that shit. Like, I still don't think we'll ever get Chris Tucker back. I'm hoping because I'm like, okay, the money's there. You know the money's there. You know you're going to do numbers. Go ahead and take Chris to see the money because um, John Witherspoon was like, they made up $5,000 from their movie. And to see heart. what it, you know, what it right there, I see Chris Tucker point now, like, yeah. bro, you gotta pay me my coins to know the numbers that we did. Um, so I, I definitely feel him on it, so I'm like, I see my need for you to give him the money because I'm pretty sure Mike Elf at this point with the success he's had won't coin. Yeah, absolutely. So, <laughs> you know, I just feel like I would, I would just love to see all of them in the movie yeah. together. Him, um, Mike Epps, Chris Tucker, Cube, Catwood, Brick Cat. You gotta bring Cat. Uh, y'all gotta bring Cat. <laughs> I know Cat gone through some things, but y'all gotta bring Cat back yeah. because 
Cat is he's in his element when he just yeah, I mean, people can say what they want about him. That man actually is real, real funny. Yeah. Like, he be just, I mean, comedy is his element. He's real, real funny. I just want to see him. Yeah. And I think he's coming back too, because I saw him stand up a few years. The um, one on Netflix? No. Oh, okay. Because that's the one I watched. Netflix. And, um, I think he's, he's making a comeback where, you know, he was at a, a bad moment. And I don't think he wasn't funny. He just wasn't close. Yeah. And he, you know, was leaving shows and all of this. So I just think he wasn't focused, but he's always been funny. Like, even when he was talking about what happened with the little boy, <laughs> he was still funny about that. Exactly. So I appreciate that. Um, yes, yeah, yeah. so I'm excited. Yeah, but, so I'm definitely excited about that. Speaking of things we're excited about, <laughs> um, Insecure coming back. Yeah. Oh, not really. <laughs> There are shows that I look forward to, and then there are shows that I look forward to. Insecure is one of those things. Like, yeah. It's just so smart and so entertaining. It's just good to see yeah. good television, and Insecure is good television. So, one of the things I saw, Daniel and Issa, mm-hmm. are we here for it? <laughs> you know what? Um, I like Daniel, because I, I think he's attractive. <sighs> I don't know though. I feel like Issa is still hooked on Lawrence, especially from the last season where she had this whole scenario played out and her head up and being married. Um, so I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see, but I think she, I don't know. I just feel like she's done more harm to Daniel than I just didn't think her and Daniel were a good match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I feel like they're good friends. Yeah. But I don't think they're a good match. Like I feel like you ever, I don't want to say toxic, but I just feel like certain people as couple, as a couple, as a relation, as, uh, aside from being friends, I think certain people just don't mesh, and I feel like they just don't mesh. I think they've tried it because they because they have that friendship connection, but I think that sometimes it's just friendship. Connection, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I think that sometimes, and I feel like a lot of times in relationships, women. And even men sometimes we kind of fall into that. Well, I'm comfortable with you. We're best friends and stuff like that. But that doesn't always translate to, you know what I mean, a to a relationship. relationship. Yeah. And that was one of the things like when I was speaking to like my mom and all them. My mom was like, it, and even not just my mom, but just like everybody is always saying you gotta be friends first. You gotta be friends first. You gotta be friends first. And and, and it's true. You definitely have to be friends. But I hate the the idea that some some people feel like okay, well that's the only way because like I said, sometimes you really just are meant to be friends. It doesn't always translate to a good, healthy relationship. Yeah, I agree. Like you can't get. I think it's a broke part as well. Like you don't have to come in and be like okay, we're friends and this is what we're working on. But I think you have to be open to okay, this person is. Multi-dimensional, I guess you could say, where there's my love of, my homie loves a friend. Right. Um, I have a male friend, and it's so crazy, because we both were like, man, we don't be married by 30. We're going to give it a shot. And I'm like, well, one of us got to get to it, because it's like, bro, we're not going to make it. Like, I know all of your whole details. Like, I'm just going to put it out there. Like, I, like, know him for the person that he is. I love him to death. But... Like, I was the wingman for years, and 
it was just like, okay, I'm a good dude, you know, at this point, I'm a good man, you're a good woman, maybe we should, and it's like, hell no, like, no, we even tried to go on a date, okay. and we sat there and was like, you're free. <laughs> <laughs> so what we let in the, in the whole time, it was awkward, now keep in mind, if we called, like, hey, man, you want to hang out, oh, yeah, cool, we, we talked the whole time, like, hey, I'm coming pick you up, we, like, laughing, but on that day, we were like, Ugh. So what are we talking about? And I'm like, I can't do this with you. Like, we both was like, so we got to kiss each other like that? Like, <laughs> So I definitely think, like, yeah, you need to have that friendship component to be like, okay, I am open to talking to you about things that make me uncomfortable. Like, I do talk to my friends. But I just don't think, yeah, you got to be in that whole friend realm. Like, some got to be different and set that person apart than just being your friend. Exactly. Um, I, I like with Daniel Issa, I just think that they trying, but both of them don't want each other at the same time. Because yeah. at first, Daniel was like, oh, I'm not really looking for a relationship. And Issa was like, oh, okay. Um, and she went along with it. And then Daniel was like, oh, well, now I can, you know, kind of see you being in a relationship with you. But Issa wasn't really ready. So, I, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see. I'm just hoping that she doesn't repeat the same thing. Because I don't even really think she learned her lesson. Nope. <laughs> so. Not only that, if you remember from last season, she actually, um, when she was going through her whole phase, I really feel like the, um, I don't know, was he like Latin or white? I don't know, was he like Latin or white or something like that? The older dude? Where she was trying to like come on to him. Oh no, I'm trying to. I, that she it wasn't that she was trying to come. She she like they went on a couple of dates and she wanted to have sex with him, but he didn't want to sleep yeah. with her. Yeah, yeah, okay. I felt like she she was so like still into Lawrence that she potentially messed up with the thing because I mean it wasn't yeah. to me. I don't think it was going to be like a forever relationship, but I think it would have been practice. Practice like a good experience <laughs> yeah. for her because he seemed genuinely interested in her on a different, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like on some on a different level than maybe what she was used to. And so I think that in this season, that's kind of what I, I want to see her. I want to see her like jump back into the same pattern. I want to see her kind of evolve and into you know, like I said, it doesn't have to be like a forever relationship like yeah. maybe she thought she was having with Lawrence. But I want to see her evolve in, in in that you know what I mean in yeah. that kind of role of of like to having a maybe practice or just something that that seems like some growth there. Yeah, you know what I mean. But that's, that's what I'm excited for. It, it's a hard thing to do, and I, I'm like I said, just from last season, it wasn't even her accountability because she knows she fucked up, and she gave him the space. But, I don't know, I just feel like, and I don't really know if Lawrence is for her as well, because he's kind of immature, and he I do have, like, he didn't have no accountability yes, at all. and I do like that his friend called him out last season, he was like, but bro, you was sitting on the sofa at home, because I'm like, that, that can put a toll on a relationship when you carry in it, and you're like, man, I'm not really feeling this shit. Like, so, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm hoping that they could 
I don't know, I just think maybe it's going to be a new person. I just hope it's not the dude the ugliest year from last year. Oh, I can't think of his name. The one where she looked like she left her charger or something like that. Oh, she, his head was so ugly. <laughs> I was like, Issa, what are you doing? Like, even if you try and I get think on that was life. just like her young, like he, she was just fresh in her whole thing. That was like her young little candle around that she was at. He was too. I ain't gonna agree you, you know what I'm saying? But hey, she just wanted to get a black blown out for a little bit. You right. know, she had a little young candle for me. Here, like, paper fake material. Like, <laughs> oh, he was so gross. But you know what, though? You know what I really, really hope for this season? Lawrence's friend, the, um, the one who gave me the best, the, my favorite meme of all time. <laughs> when Ethan showed up to the door and he had his little straw, I was like, see, that's my type of thing. I need more of him in this next season because he is my type of petty all day, every day. But it was something, I don't know if a lot of people caught it last season. You know, when I was watching the movie and the wife was supposed to be there with him, but she wouldn't. And he said something he alluded to when they was watching. It was the same TV show that both of them watched. Right, right, right. And the wife was supposed to be with each of them, but she wasn't. So it makes me think, like, what, what's up? And she prayed it. Season five. I do. I just okay. So I feel like the break is too long. 
because it's kind of like losing my interest. And I don't remember what happened last season, and I'm not up for watching like the last episode of the last season to get caught up. So it, it's in a bad spot. Howard to me, it's Howard to me is one of those shows. It started out on a high note, but as the seasons progressed, the writing just got so like the writing is bad. I'm sorry. They got a little lazy, probably. Yeah. The writing is has gotten bad now. I'm just not interested in the story like I was. So. I don't know. So, I, I mean, I'm not really, because, like, I ain't gonna lie. I started the first, I mean, the fourth season of Power. Like, I watched the first couple episodes. I think I watched up until Ghost got out of jail or something like that. And then I just drifted. I just stopped watching. I think they let the Lobo thing go on too long. Like, I think they should have. I don't think Kanan should have been brought back. Yeah. After he got burned up, like, he should have been <laughs> And I don't see Bad Daddy in real life. And I'm trying yeah, I do agree with that. Part. The writing's just gotten um, lazy. I'm telling you. If, if maybe they pick up the writing, gets better in the fifth season. I mean, I see they brought my boy Lorenz Tate on there. Yeah. So, no. Oh, everything's my favorite movie. That's my favorite movie. And Nina. Oh, Darius and Nina. Hello. Anyway, um, so. I don't know, but anywho, what else has happened? Um, power and secure. Trying to think anything else that like just popped in during the summer. I mean, that's really the only two shows that yeah. I lost during the summer. So I guess we can we can move to our our relationship segment since we're kind of already there anyway. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. and uh. Oh my god. What did I say for? Oh, I, I had a, um, you got $5 to build your ideal man. Mm. I saw that on, um, <laughs> Shaver. And so they gave $3 for wealthy, $3 for faithful, $3 for good looking. Then you have two dollars for a nice body, um, a dollar for funny, a dollar for smart. And I'm gonna say it's two dollars for something else. Anyway, so we'll we'll take we'll throw in two dollars for spiritual, and um, we'll do another we'll do a dollar for nice body. Go, go okay. for it. Be sure it's five dollars. Um, I feel like I need to borrow some money from the agent. <laughs> <laughs> I felt like, I felt like they knew what they were doing with those three. Right. So three dollars. You got to That's hard. So you know what? I'm going to take faithful. Smart. Four dollars. And funny. Okay. Five dollars. Because I feel like if you're a smart man, you can't be broke. Like, right. You're going to get that paper. Like that. Exactly. You know, like, you know, and then I'm by your side, so that's a power couple right there, so you're going to make it work. Um, but you got to be faithful because if you're not faithful, that's a deal breaker. Like, the first time you cheat and I find out about it, we done. Like, I don't want to go through mediation. 
I'm not going through couple counseling. That is my number, probably like, yeah, like my number one deal breaker um, that I can think of, of course, like being violent with children and things like that. But when it comes to like relationship issues, number one, like I can work through money problems with you. I can go to counseling with money problems. But when it comes down to your faithfulness, because in the back of my head, it's always going to be, are you cheating? Like I can't get past it. So it's enough.
firing from there. But you got some men out here that actually think they be putting it down and you be like, I could have had a V8, a snapple, <laughs> a protein shake, something other than this. Like, you have wasted all of my time. Like, yeah. So, mm. <sighs> very, very. Like I said, that's so, because that's also subjective, too. Yeah. Different women, you know, like different things. Yeah. So, mm. that's hard. Hard. I mean, what? Oh, my God. Like, what if he, like, can't make your ass? And he's like, hey. You know what? So, hold on, hold on. Can I tell you a funny story? Is I had a guy like that. Like, he, like, and I just was like, we're never gonna work. Cause you can't even smack the booty right now, right? Like, like, there's certain, there's certain qualifications that yeah. you have to have as a man. And you have to have, you have to, like, a dude, in my opinion, there's two things that you should know how to do. Tap on the booty. And also, how to cuff that thing right. Like, if you don't know how to cuff that thing right, like, nah, it's just not gonna work. I agree. <laughs> like, you need, and you gotta have that balance for where it's kinda like, it's, it's a little thing, but it, it feels good. Yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, that, that's the whole thing. That is right. <laughs> that's why I brought it up. I knew it was gonna be difficult. I was like, mm. <laughs> So, I have a question. Okay. Would you be okay with going 50-50 on a bill with your dude? So, <laughs> for me, it depends. Right? Okay, so, if we're talking like, are we talking like we are, like, super committed, relation, like we in the trenches type thing? Yeah, you you on you on your marriage path. Oh well, then I have no issues with you know putting money on a bill. Like I don't have no issues with that because <laughs> that's just that's just who I am. I don't have no issues with putting money on a bill. I feel like you know if we got a household together, then I can I can put the money into that. I mean I I, I don't even know if I would count the like the fifty fifty thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like we would whatever the bills is, you know. I, I got money for this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like that's a part of building. Y'all doing those type of things together. You know what I mean? He doesn't have to, as a man, a man doesn't have to. I feel like a man should be able to provide and take care of and all that, but I don't want a man to ever feel like he has to do that. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like he should be able to, but I don't, I don't need a guy who has to, you know what I mean? To have to, because, like I said, I can take care of me. But I, I love a man that, <laughs> I guess that's kind of but you know what I don't want you to feel like you have to, but if you can, <laughs> but as far but like in, if you're just like in the beginning stages, like and you're trying to court if you're courting me, I feel like yeah. you should be you should be happy. I feel like that's part of courting. Like you should want to pay for everything just to kind of. I guess I'm trying to be important. Okay, I yep. see you out here. So, I guess it just depends. What's your thoughts? So, <laughs> I feel like he has to, I don't want to go 50-50. I feel like that's the roommate agreement. And, like, if I have to come here and go, okay, well, here's my 50% on the mortgage. Like, why am I here? Why I don't know. It, 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 it may no sound, numbers on it. Yeah, yeah, it may sound crazy, but I'm like, my dad paid all these. 
Um, like, I don't know what part, like, my stepmom paid, but I know, like, my daddy paid, like, the big bulk of the bills. And he is, like, real big on, and he has, like, told over over him, like, if that man has not already built a home for himself, he cannot build a home for you. Um, like I had this one dude, when I tell you I was in love with him, like my daddy knew him everything. And my dad is just one that he's like, what he said? And I'm like, oh, did he say with his grandparents? But, no, he got money and blah, blah, blah. So my dad was like, when can we moved out? And I'm like, he always stays there from what I've known. He's like, that's my nephew. Because he hasn't built a home for himself. You guys don't have the finances differently. You know, he should be at this point in his life where he has a home built for you, where you're just basically, where he has a house and you're making it a home. Right. And I was like, I get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, at that point, my thinking did kind of change because at first I'm like, well, I'm still sufficient. Um, not saying that I don't need a man, but I'm like, I can do it on my own. I don't want to seem like I'm a gold digger, which I don't think it's a gold digger. It's just like, look, it's going to come a point in time where we're going to have children. Somebody's going to have to be at home, which more than likely is going to be me. Um, take the kids to doctor's appointments and all this. So I'm like, yeah, I want my husband to be very involved in our children's life. But I don't know, just something about it. Like, I, I, I love a provider, and I think it's part of providing. And most of the dudes that I talk to that are, um, you know, providers, they don't even be like, man, I don't need my wife's money, like, you know, if she handles the groceries and she got the car insurance and the phone bill, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure that the house is cool. Yeah, I see, I see, but that's, that's what I mean by like, I don't feel like there should be any like numbers on it. You know what I mean? Cause like with my parents, there's no numbers on it. You know what I mean? They just function. You know what I mean? I, I guess that's how you say it. Like, I don't think my, you know, my dad never asked my mom for money or nothing like that. It's just like, bills are up. So. You pay, you know what I mean. Yeah. You pay a bill. It's not like a, a question of, okay, you pay this much, I pay that much. Ooh, 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 ooh. They just pay yeah. bills, you know. But they they're also old school with it. They have um they have a joint checking account. You know what I mean? Because nowadays people, you know, most couples, a lot of couples have separate checking accounts and separate everything like that. So I guess for me, I guess that's why I see it differently because my parents. Old school with it, like I said, they have a joint checking account and yeah. they do everything kind of together. And you know, there isn't really a separate separation of money like that. So for me, that's why I say I, I can't, for, you know, I, I can't see it with like the numbers and stuff like that. I, if I'm, you know, I guess for me, like when I get married, I want, I want it to be similar to kind of have my parents have it. We just function as a unit. See what I mean? Like yeah. we got bills. You pay them bills. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, however they get paid, whoever money, I don't care. Bills paid. You good. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I feel that's just kind of how I see it in, 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 that, in that aspect. But, I mean, that's a good, that, I mean, that's really, especially in this day and time, this day and age, that's kind of a good conversation topic. Something that maybe people, when they're dating or thinking about something they should talk about because, you know, it's different times now. That's definitely one of those things where, like, especially on Facebook, if your comments can be popping, if you put, like, I ain't going 50 50 and well, what are, you know, what are you bringing to the table? And, like, just speaking on it, I have never had a dude to ask me 
Like, what do you bring to the table? Because I'm like, I mean, what? <laughs> and it's not like I, I'm not bringing anything to the table, but I guess for the caliber of men and their pursuits, like, I mean, I flattered, like, one dude was like, it don't matter what you bring to the table because I already got the table and it's set. You know what I'm saying? Like, what you, you adding to that. That is so important. Okay, to, to make a distinction. What are you adding? Because I feel, because you are absolutely right in that. And I feel like people feel like, uh, people have this notion that when you become a couple, that you're like two halves becoming a whole. And to me, it's like, no, I'm a whole person. Yeah. You're a whole person. Right. And we're just coming together to, to form this union. So that is such a huge and big distinction that I think a lot of people do. Yep. And I mean, even when it comes to like dating, you know, in the beginning, a lot of people are like, well, um, again, saw this on Facebook where it's like this whole post where it sounds like, well, I want to hang out with you before we go on a date to see if it's worth it. And in my head, I'm thinking like, so do you, do people not talk on the phone before they go out and like, you know, you had a conversation for with a person for like a week or two where you like, okay, well, I'm really feeling her conversation. I know I'm physically attracted to her because I saw her. Let me take her out on a date. So, I mean, I don't know. And I just feel like dates are not always $200, which is over the date. But, you know, um, if you like the person, let me put it that way. Not just because of the money. Um, but... It's like you lack creativity if you feel like all dates, like, oh, I gotta spend a bunch of money. No, you don't. Um, going to the park, especially when it's spring and it's summer, going to the park, more than likely there's gonna be food trucks there, there's gonna be somebody. <laughs> now, I can't do it in the summertime because I'm hitting sweater and I wanna be cute. But like, if it's spring and it's like a good 70 degree day. I'm gonna lie to you. So I, I love like running. Look, I, I love the idea of it because yeah. I love like seeing you know like yeah. when people think about it like that. But all of these other I'll be dead, y'all. But even if you don't, <laughs> even if you don't do that, where it's not something outside, there's so many like local art shows and yeah. all of this stuff. Like that you can go to and have fun, and you can enjoy. I'm like not a lot of money. That's not a lot of money. I don't want to meet up with you and be like, oh, well, uh, we going Dutch. I don't go, I don't even go Dutch with my male friends. So you think I'm going to go on a date with you and you romantically, romantically, interested in me and you think I'm going to go Dutch? You are a homeboy at that point. Like you are forever in the friend zone. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. I just feel like, I don't necessarily call myself old school when it comes to dating. But I don't necessarily agree with this whole, I call it the pick me, where women are like, oh, I'm independent, you don't have to worry about me from taking me on a date, and I'll go Dutch with you, um, or, you know, I'll pay 50 50 on the bills, and, and I don't necessarily agree with it. So, it's definitely not old fashioned because I don't believe that a man would do what a man would do, like all of that bullshit. But, yeah, I, I you gotta, not set the standard. Like I want to be like, this is somebody my son is going to look up to, 
want to get advice from, yeah, it can't just be some of y'all random, like, yeah, no. <laughs> well, see, I don't see it as old school versus new school as much as I see it as, um, you know, more technology advances, right? Because I feel like as we become, as more people have become so dependent on technology and social media and all of that to meet people, as that's kind of become the new norm, I feel like, you know, physical, you know, contact in, in your presence and all that stuff like that is slowly starting to to fade away. And so, like, like you said, how you said, like, do people beforehand, like, just talk on the phone and all that stuff like that? I don't think so anymore. To be honest, yeah. I feel like maybe a lot of the time now it's just like, let me, you know, I hit your DM and we agree. Now we're going to the bar or, you know, out yeah. to dinner and that's that. And it's like there's no, you know, mm-hmm. you know, cutesy yeah. talk before or there's no, we didn't actually meet in person at this location to even get that rhythm or feel for each other. It's just, ooh, I saw a picture of you. You look cute. Let me hit you in the DM or whatever you will, send you a Snapchat or so whatever. Yeah. Um, and boom, boom, pow. Now we're here sitting on this date and let's go from there. So that's the. Mm. But so see, that's I would think that, and I'm, I'm not going to say I would think it's definitely not happening, but, um, like with the advancements, it would make it, I guess you could say better, but I think again, that also goes off to, you're looking at a picture of a person instead of saying, okay, I was attracted to her when I first saw her. I like the way she talked, but it's like, you can't FaceTime now. So it's like, hey, you know, when you have a moment later, can we hook up and can we FaceTime each other? So that way you kind of know this person's voice, you know, like, okay, I like the way she laughs, um, I like her tone of voice, and I mean, I don't think like, that part I do miss. Yeah. Like the talking on the phone when you walk around the house, physical touch a rabbit stuff. <laughs> physical interaction. And then yeah. you like, okay, well, you know, I like her conversation. I like this conversation. I'm willing to go out on a date with this person because that would take out you spending a lot of money, you know, with this. Like, well, I don't want to spend money if you don't connect. Because if you feel like, okay, we're not connecting on the phone, we don't connect really in person because, yeah, it just, no, because the phone, at least you have this whole buffer in between where you're not like, okay, I'm being shy because you're not being me or something like this. So I don't, yeah. Yeah, I can't, I can't do it. And I'm not even a telephone person. I'm not a text person. Like, I do enjoy that face-to-face physical contact. But, I mean, I don't believe it. <laughs> if it's the right person. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely miss that. I miss the 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 physical interaction aspect of it. But I mean, I think that that what you said about the whole like after you know the DM or whatever like that, maybe like a FaceTime or something like that. Because a lot of people aren't doing that, but that seems like a good progression, and yeah. it, it would still get the the same kind of results as if we. You know, meet in person yeah. or met in person. So, hmm. And don't be maybe. randomly FaceTiming. Like, <laughs> like, don't do that. Like, I, I hate when dudes do that. Be like, I just took my wig off. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can, I can let you see me without makeup on. 
But the wig, like, don't do that. <laughs> like, text me, like, hey, so, I'm going to be free around 7, you know, would you be free around 7 so we can FaceTime? Like, oh, yeah, cool. So they're like, like, okay, I'm going to go home, I'm going to take a shower, I'm going to keep my wig on. Be cute. But I'm going to take my makeup off. Like, <laughs> for real, because, like, <laughs> true story. This dude, like, I'm crushing, mad crushing. So he just FaceTimes me after the I'm like, I cannot not answer the FaceTime. But I ain't got a wig though. Girl. <laughs> went in the bathroom like I had just got out the shower. <laughs> and wrapped my hair up in the towel. Like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> so don't do that. Do, do set up a, a time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And hopefully, you know, if y'all get background issues, because if you're background issues, sometimes y'all clean it up. You Absolutely. know, you talk to the person and you kind of get that feel like, okay, you know what? I can't vibe with her. And I do want to to get it out there here. Like, being single is expensive. So you have to pay for a date. Like, it's no way around it. Like, this, you just, you have to. So, just put it I just feel like that's a part of courting. You right. know what I mean? Hate to take it, you know, back to old type of words. I know young folks out there haven't heard that in a long time. It's called courtship. Courting. Right. So, <laughs> that's a part of it. Sorry. And I have to tell this as well, like when they go into this whole, well, um, I don't want to spend money type of it's like, look, I take my, if your money is the least bit of my work. I take myself on $70 dinners and, or having, I don't even want to put the $300 dinner ticket. It was, <laughs> it, hold on, it was my birthday and I was in Dubai, so it was weird. Okay, okay. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> But I'm saying, so I'm like, if, if I'm doing that for myself, and this is not just like a little treat thing, where I can go out and be like, okay, well, I want to go to, you know, Morris or Ruth's Chris and have a good steak or something like that, then I feel like, no, you don't have to take me there, but don't come to me like your money is like this biggest issue that I'm having. Like, you don't have to come on with the come on rate. I show myself with the time. You can't outdo me, treat me. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so just to um just to kind of throw that out there, throw this out there because we forgot that June is Pride Month, so So happy Pride Month to all of you guys out there. All the Pride festivals that's gonna be going on, all that jazz. Lots of fun. Oh, and I saw a post um. I follow, I don't know, I want to say his name wrong. Um, I think it's like Angry Homo. Pretty sure it's just the right, um, name. Okay. And, um, it was like this post where they was like, it was a woman, it was a black woman, it was a black trans woman, it was a black trans woman, it was a sex worker. They kind of like pioneered all of this. And it was just really interesting to me. Like, yeah, I'm just, it would be nice if everyone was just like accepting Absolutely. I wish we could definitely get to that space. Yeah. I don't know if I'll be alive or not. <laughs> I hope for the babies that they yeah. we get to that space where everybody's just accepting of everybody's differences and, and you know, let people love whoever they want to love and do whatever they want to do and be whoever they want to be. Let them be their authentic selves, you know? Mm-hmm. But anywho, um, want to to the next thing. 
into top five month. Um, we're still in our relationship kick. You want to talk about um, women's relationships? I do. Um, again, so I post on Facebook, and it was in regards to black women, and I'm speaking as a black woman, so I don't want to be like, oh, women. No, we're talking about black women. Um, well, we have this dynamic in this relationship with each other, not so much that we're haters. Uh, and I hate that term, you know, we're haters and we hate on each other. Um, but just working on our relationship with each other, because I do notice, like, some of our relationships with each other kind of not the best. And I think it just comes down to just thinking about how you grew up. And for me, I grew up in a family of passive-aggressive women. I, again, love them to death. But they are some of the most passive aggressive people. So I always thought, okay, this is how women interact with each other. They talk to, you know, this person on this woman on the phone and I'm hanging up and then I'm gonna call the person that we were just talking about on the phone and like the whole dynamic was messed up or instead of you coming with here, you like, nope, I don't want your dry macaroni and cheese as a you know, Thanksgiving dinner. You kinda go around the way and hope that message gets to that person. So I, you know, I always try to change it. So if I had a problem with somebody in the family, like one of my cousins, I go to them and be like, well, I heard you said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, nope, well, this is, you know, what I actually said. So it, it made me think about my relationship with other women where I'm like, these women are necessarily, they're not like this, but that's my perception. So I'm going off my perception of how I grew up and how I watch women interact. And that's not black women. So, like, when I changed my perception of black women, my whole attitude towards black women changed, and what I get back in return from black women also changed. Right. So, like, I wasn't, you know, when I see black women, another sister, I'm like, hey, girl, you know, blah, blah, what's up? You know, you look nice, and I love your shoes, and it was no longer, okay, it's a competition thing. Like, if I see another woman and she has some bad shoes, I will go up to her and be like, girl, those shoes pop it. I just want you to know that. And walk off. Like, I just, it, it's not a competition thing for me. And I do think we just got to get to a point where I guess we treat each other better. Um, yeah. Some of us. I'm not, it's not a problem across all black women, but some of us will be treated better. Absolutely. Absolutely. But, you know, I think that it goes back to not only just your family, but society, right? Because yeah. society in general, Hits women against women. You know what I mean? Have yeah. you ever noticed that? Like in any, it doesn't matter the dynamic in anything. Society hits women against women. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, you could take something as simple, and this is just like an example. Like, we're not taking sides. We don't care. Um, but as simple as just the Nikki and Cardi thing, yeah. right? Like, why is it that they can't? They both can't be hot. They both can't rock. They both why is it that there's a gajillion million male rappers out there? Like, you there can always be one female right. rapper. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that just that just comes back to the fact that in society we all we're always hitting a woman against another woman. It doesn't matter what it's about, what it's for. It's always a woman against a woman, and then so you you have women kind of seeing that and and learning. That okay, other women are my competition. Other women are my competition. I gotta compete with 
see, I gotta succeed, I gotta succeed. And so that's where you kind of get those those interactions, that kind of nasty yeah. stuff that we see all over, you know, social media and you know the social media bullies, as I call them. <laughs> I don't even want to call them bullies. Uh, I call them the computer, the computer thugs, the computer bullies, yeah. <laughs> because they they wouldn't offline. They not gonna say that. okay. <laughs> online they can hide behind oh. their keyboards and offline. Private like exactly. Private. I hate the private. Don't come at me on no project <laughs> ever, because I'm like, you ain't even hard enough to say that <laughs> on your real page. You are not the project. Stop. Anyway, but, um, that's besides the point. The point is, is that, is that, like I said, we, they, you know what I mean? There, we're so trained to compete, 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 and see other women as a competition that they kind of develop this this instant nastiness yeah. towards other women. I feel like we have to kind of dead that. We have to drown all of that out. Another woman is not your competition. Okay, there is enough out here for everybody. Okay? We can all get money. We can all have whatever dudes you want to have. You know what I mean? So stop competing over me. Stupid. You know what I mean? Right. Like I mean, comp- I'm not going to say that competition isn't healthy. Like if you're competing in sports or, you know, things of that nature. Yes, competition is healthy then. But I'm just saying, like, just in life in general, looking at somebody else's life and like, hmm, your life ain't as good as mine or I, because I can take a trip to, to, you know, Australia, I'm better than you or because you have to work a nine to five and I don't, I'm be- you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm better than you or da 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 Stop. Okay? Stop that. That was something else I saw that really agitated me because I saw that, um, one girl, the little Instagram model, she posted, she was like, uh, yeah. I don't have to work a nine to five or something. You know, I made 20 yeah. something thousand a month from Instagram. That's my job. I don't need a nine to five. Woo woo. I just hate this, like, notion all of a sudden from both sides. One, I hate the notion that if you don't work a nine to five, that somehow means that you're less than somebody else. And then I hate this, uh, this new notion that's coming up, like, well, if you work in a nine to five, that you're less than, or you're, you know, working for the man, or you're a slave, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, bruh, stop it. Okay, if you're out here, whatever you're doing, supporting yourself, and, you know what I'm saying, building yeah. a life for yourself and your family, then I don't care what you do. A salute to you. You know what I'm saying? Point blank, period. I don't care what you do. You know what I'm saying? Your job doesn't define you as a person. So I, I'm I'm so tired of seeing that, but I just feel like a lot of times, especially amongst women, that is something that we use to kind of like as a dagger yep. to throw at another woman. And I don't, come on, y'all, we yep. gotta stop that. That doesn't define you. I think that um, the whole job thing and marriage—that's like one of the way you single or you know you work at a job. And I'm like, look. It pays the bills. It's not technically what I want to do, uh, but I'm not far off from it. And just to be honest, I'm like, if you don't own a process from start to finish, you're working for the man, number one. Yes, thank you. Um, and number two is if I'm clearing more than you are being a nine to fiver and you're an entrepreneur, I don't like, <laughs> seriously, like, I had one dude who's like, um, and you go to a job every day. Uh, yes, I do. And I'm pretty sure 
you said on your own Facebook that you only cleared thirty thousand dollars last year. I made more than you. So I, I don't want to talk about you. <laughs> right. And you got three kids. I was like, so make more than you. So no, be quiet. <laughs> um but I just definitely like it's so many things that again, everybody's goals may not be married. So just because a person is, you know, waited after thirty or you're you were married earlier or whatever. That doesn't mean you know, that that person's less than you, that woman is less than you, or her aspirations are different than yours, one. And, I mean, it happens on your own time, but I'm, I'm not competing with a woman about a dude, marriage. I might depend on the job, because if they like, you know, we're off with a good salary, and we buy the candidates, of course. <laughs> um, but that, that's about it. No. Basically. So I feel like I, I, I'm, I'm totally with you on that. We gotta dig that whole competition amongst women thing. And can we dead the narrative that it's a black woman thing? Like, I'm so sick of that. Let's dead that narrative because it's an all woman thing. Okay, yeah. let's stop. Let's stop. Every time there's something negative out there, it's always, oh, it's a black woman. It's just black yeah. women who do that. No, no. It's an all woman thing. All women do it. And, and it's just, we need to cut it out. Like, we need I to do. get the whole thing. So. I do basically. But then I just want to turn it I want to put that out. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to really Because and we always, and the reason, and it's not to down. We want to talk. Yeah. I, I love other women. <laughs> I do. I do. I do. I do. But the thing is, we're always left. Mm-hmm. And that's the reason why I, you know, I care. I guess you, yeah, I, I care more because we're always like, it's like, oh, a black woman did it, but we're last. We have, yeah. So I'm like, I, I yeah, it, it's definitely something that I feel that, yeah, we, we hold, I guess, I don't want to say the burden because I, we hold so many of them, but that's one I think that is good to hold because it not only helps us as a whole, but it helps the future generations as well to like, okay, we have these strong, healthy relationships amongst each other. Right. Um, yeah, so I, I definitely think that helps. But oh, one of my, I guess one of my best experiences with black women, um, and I mean, I love black women, of course. Um, I was in Jamaica and we was doing the Dunsworth Fall Sign. So I am scared of heights. I would get on a roller coaster, but I still have this fear and anxiety. So the whole way through, like I'm in front of this guy, he's like kind of helping me. He's like, oh, well, just put your hands right here. You know, I have to feel whatever. And I'm like, I mean, I get it, but I was by myself. So when you get to the last part, it's a walk right up, like you just going like you going up a flight of steps where there's no, like, Stair steps and it's just like, up. Oh. I'm like, man, if I fall, I'm gonna hit nothing but rocks. So the whole time I'm thinking, you know, I'm like, I'm just stop right here. People gonna exit. I'm gonna get off. And the lady looked back. It was like a group of three or four black women. Looked back. She was like, Are you by yourself? And I was like, Yes, ma'am. She was like, Come on, girl, we're gonna help you. <laughs> and I was like, Okay. She was like, You can do this. She was like, You scared? I'm like, Oh uh, yeah, so this is a, a straight up walk. And she was like, put your foot right here. I feel so right here. Put your foot right here. Okay. Come on, put your foot right here. And then we got to the um, restaurant place. So when we stopped to get 
from the east. And I was like, Valen, come on, sing with us. Uh, <laughs> so it was, I was like, oh. See, yeah, I had an exact opposite in that regard. Like, I was running a 5K, and, like, I saw a girl, and she was like, struggling a little bit. I was like, oh, sis, what are you doing? It's all wrong. She kind of gave me this look like, what's wrong with you talking to me? I was just like, oh, okay. But I just, I mean, he was all out here doing his 5K, but all right, yeah, sis, I'll see you. So I feel like I feel yeah. like we we you know story, hearing stories like that gives me hope, but I also know that we still have work to do. Yeah, we, we definitely do. <laughs> <still have work. laughs> well, that's Adam Brown. Yes, I'm struggling. Oh, we should do a podcast. Oh yeah, I gotta get in. Uh, I'm trying. I mean, that's what, it's just mostly podcasts are mostly mental. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. It's mostly a mental thing. Because, like, I did my first one. And, um, I mean, it was really, like, I didn't run the whole time, obviously, because I'm not that good. I'm not that good. And I said, okay, you know, don't let, don't let me go into the gym all the time for you people. I'm not that great as an athlete. <laughs> I just enjoy the gym. <laughs> See, I thought she was running the whole time. So I'm like, Oh, no, I didn't want to I was, um, you know, thankfully I had my brother with me. My brother's awesome because he, you know, he could have ran that whole thing in like minutes. That he's an athlete. He could have ran that thing in like minutes, but he just took his time with me and like he ran, you know, the parts that I could run. He pushed me to go, you know, parts where I wanted to stop. He pushed me to, he's like, you go, you can do it. You got it. You got this. You got this. So it's really mostly, it's mostly a mental thing. So it's really fun, and I like we act. I actually finished it way quicker than I ever expected to finish it, and so that that's what let me know that it's less about. And I didn't even and for the record, I didn't. You shouldn't do this. But I didn't even train for the five k. I just did it. <laughs> um. So for the record, I mean, you can. It's 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 a lot of mental. And then when I came and did my next one, did the breast cancer one. Um. I crushed that joint because I was just because I knew what to expect. It. I was yeah. like, oh, I got this this time. I paced myself. <laughs> I crushed it. I was like, oh, man. it was awesome. So yeah, I only did one, and I was walking with someone because they didn't want me to leave them. Mm-hmm. It took us an hour and a half. First of all, I was pissed off. Yeah, see, that's why I can't do. I'm like. Bro, I could have, I'm not in the best shape, but I could have definitely been done with this. Quick. You see, and see, that's why when we did, when I did my second one, I did it with, it was like a group of us, or whatever like that, and I was like, I love y'all, but I'm out. I was like, I can't, because I get, I get antsy, and I get impatient, especially when it's like a whole, you know, the breast cancer ones tend to be a whole whole bunch of people. So I get antsy and I'm like, I already ain't got no space. Nah, I can't be doing this all day. I got to get up out of here. <laughs> and it's so, I finished like a good, I want to say 15, 20, 15 minutes before everybody else, before like the rest of the group. So I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Y'all playing. Like, my mom did the mile one before she was like, slow. And she was like, I've been here the whole time waiting. I'm like, oh, because I was walking with her. Yeah, exactly. I'm telling you. That's that's to me. That's like one of the work like to do a fight because you want to be like a good, but like if you 
if you sign up for a 5K with somebody, like, don't expect them to, like, wait on you. Like, because I just feel like once you're in there, you, you'll see how agitating and irritating it is because it's, like, so many people already, you, you already have to kind of pick your, like, lanes and try to find, like, a good spot to run or walk when you, you know what I mean? Yeah. To set your own pace and all that. So it's already a lot in it. So it just gets mad irritating when somebody's <laughs> just like, come with me, wait for me. And you're just like, oh, come on. Come on. Like, you got to move. And here's the kicker, though. We got to the one mile mark. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, cool. Let's, come on. Let's do the shot. She was like, girl, we only got one mile to go. I'm like, no. <laughs> no, we don't. You can't. You can't wait. You know, <laughs> in order to search. 
think it's gonna be booked. But um in Eiffel Tower, honestly, I'm not even gonna lie to you. I was a little let down. Um after see it, you know, you see the Eiffel Tower yeah. like oh, da, 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 da. and then I went and I was just like mm-hmm. okay. But but I will say if if you're going to if you do go, go at night. Because that, that's when they like light it up and everything. Mm-hmm. It is beautiful then. And bring booze. Because wine is so cheap in France. Wine is crazy cheap in France. So bring some wine and go at night. And it, it is beautiful, but it's not like something that you want to do with you. Okay. You know But it's definitely a trip worth taking, but not to spend like a bunch of days there. So we're gonna take that one off. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, I do wanna go to Amsterdam because I wanna see Anne Frank's house, the red light district. That looks dope. That, that's what if I have a couple of coffee shops. Um, yeah, I think. And I don't wanna say like I wanna go back to see that, but I really do. Just to see what they have to do with us. Um, yeah, or either like Queensland, Australia. I'm not opposed to that, so. What about you? Hold on, my dog is being nuts. Come here. Come here, little lady. Come here, little lady. Anyway, so, for me, I'm gonna say, Bora Bora. And, um, and I would definitely say, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, the Maldives or Maldives. Okay. It's a tie actually between the Maldives or Bees, whatever, however you pronounce it, and the Greek Isles. Mm-hmm. So, those are my top three. The Greek Isles is like, um, <laughs> I'm actively looking for to book that trip. But I just feel like But I just feel like with like all of the, the uncertain the tra- trade uncertainty and everything like that and all these tariffs and all that crazy stuff like that. I just feel like we're getting ready to see like a lot of like movement as far as like, you know, with the dollar yeah. and all all the different type of stuff. So I don't know if this will be this is the year necessarily <laughs> to book a trip, you know, to Europe, but for sure, for sure, like, the Greek Isles is like, ooh, I'm just, hold, I'm salivating, <laughs> hold my breath on that one, so. I wonder if it's been a while, too. Yeah. Africa. Yeah. I wanna, at least so many times, Africa over there. Alright, we're gonna take a quick break, maybe like that. Alright, so, guess we can, uh, any last things you wanna? Mm-hmm. Do. What is that? What you listening to this week or the last? Oh, so <laughs> right now I am listening to Linkin Park's last album, uh, One More Light. So that's what I'm listening to right now. Like I n- never realized, I guess, until um recently. Just how much, um, I love Chester's voice. So, I'm like super in love with Lincoln Park right now. Okay. 
What about yourself? So, I kind of took it all the way back. Um, I have to listen to the hot boys. Uh, <laughs> 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 I don't know what night That's like. all. <laughs> yes. I don't know what night you think. Like, you know what? I ain't listened to the hot boys in a while. Like, so I went on Apple, like, yeah, hot boys, um, big timers. Like, I've been bumping them the whole week. Um, I don't want to try to listen, but I just downloaded SoundCloud, I think, like, Thursday. So I'm like, oh my gosh, all of this wonderful music. So I've been listening on um, SoundCloud, um, my favorite, um, Eric Bellinger, Wale, and the Beatles. So, yeah, that was exciting. I'm like, I've never heard this music before. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm excited yeah. About SoundCloud will do that to you. <laughs> Most definitely. My old school, the joint that I'm rocking with, like all the way back to the 90s, <laughs> that Foxy Brown joint. Why yo? Why yo 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 yo? That joint still go hard. Like, ooh, that's a summer joint. It still go hard. So, that's my old school right now. <laughs> uh, well, Trying to think of any last thought I have. Mm. If I can give you something insightful. I don't know. You can look forward to some good topics coming next week. We got some good stuff popping off. Maybe Drake will respond. Hopefully. With a win. With a W. <laughs> w. I still hope. I still think you're holding this L. It hurts my heart. And we're going to have LeBron and they're going to have one. I hope I'm getting this. And I hope they at least win one. Y'all got to give me one. Okay. Y'all can't guess what. Give me one. Why you just pull one? I hope they're going to be champions. I feel like. <laughs> you giving up on them. <laughs> Listen. We got to get the face. <laughs> after, after that anything possible moment. I didn't, I didn't throw an attack. <laughs> and that would have been a good momentum as well. You know, in the first game. Oh. If they, if they come back to win this though, I don't ever want to hear any discussion about LeBron James. You already know. If they like, come oh. back and win this series, I, this, just dead the conversation. I don't want to hear no, <laughs> Disrespect to LeBron James. Period. And even if they don't, he's still boss. I'll be black. Protect LeBron. Yep. So yeah. I mean, once again, lastly, happy Pride to all y'all. All y'all out there, enjoy. Have a good time. Love is love. <laughs> <laughs> That's my good. Vibes for the the end of the podcast. Love is love. Episode five in a book. Pretty nerds. (laughs) Had to get the name in there. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. So we'll holler at you guys next time. Pretty nerds. Pretty nerds. Bye. Bye bye. (laughs)